Oh man, what are you living in Denver, Colorado? That's all we got. <laughs> Nonstop Too much rain. Cloud Clouds and rain, dude. Nonstop. We have a uh, record rainfall here. Um, I don't know if I told you or mentioned this last show, but um, the fifth wettest May in over 100 years in Colorado. Wow. Uh, we had the snowiest season, record-breaking snowfall. Mike, it has nothing to do with the cloud seeding. You're crazy. You're a tinfoil hat conspiracy nutjob theorist if you think that it has anything to do with you know, the fact that we admitted we're flying planes over your head and uh, scorching the skies. Who was controlling the weather back when the other records were set in 1940. Oh, I don't think... You know, honestly, I feel like there is natural weather. And I think what we're seeing these days is an accentuation of that natural, those natural events. Yeah, could be. So yesterday here in Colorado, we were supposed to have a mostly sunny day uh, on the east part of the state. Apparently, uh, the smoke from Canada was blowing through and caused um, a blanketing of the sky. As I looked and peered through uh, slight openings, you could literally see them chemtrailing on top of it. I am not shitting you. You could see them going full on. And so we just had extreme overcast the entire day yesterday. I would go and check on the weather, and it would say mostly sunny on my phone. And, I, and it was just like blanketed. It, it was absolutely insane. This morning, beautiful blue skies, but they are chemtrailing once again. I have taken pictures. I've taken it upon myself to photograph it every single day that I see it, tweet it out there into the universe, make sure everybody knows that at least somebody's watching. Uh, and you're not alone out there. If you are feeling like you're the only person in your community staring and screaming at the sky like a drunken maniac, you are, and you are a maniac, but you are correct. Uh, they're fucking with the skies, and you're not alone. I am out there with you, my compadre. We are in this together, uh, and so let's keep on fighting, man. Let's just keep making people aware. I want to remind everyone, my little tweet with Jared Polis snuck in about 350,000 <laughs> views, okay? So 350,000 people out there got a little bit of uh, chemtrail action. They got to click some links. 50,000 bots, 50,000 people. Yeah, I'll give it 300,000 bots and uh, 50,000 people. I thought Elon, didn't he clean up the bots? I thought that was his uh, whole no. deal. I don't think you can. No, it's just all bots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good news is now the AI GPT knows who you are. That's right. So. Yeah, so they're going to come and arrest me when they have their, when they unleash the robots on us. The AI is just on to you. Well, it's onto the fact that you're onto them. Oh, it's onto me that I'm onto them that it's onto me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> this is good stuff, dude. It's going to be an interesting 10 years. See, writer strike? Keep striking, baby. We could write so many better movies <laughs> than you morons. <laughs> Fucking quit. Five seconds <laughs> into the show, time, just wrote two Every movies. time you say it, I completely <laughs> forgot it happened. It's like happening. I bring it up so Emma's cruising through. She just crushed, uh, she got back, right, from her uh, trip and didn't have to work, you know, she gets a lot of days off from the office after her business trips, and so she crushed through. She started a show uh, the night she got back, had the day off, and then yesterday morning I caught her. She was very emotional, and she was watching the end of a show, and I said, oh, you crushed through that show pretty quickly, and she goes, no, 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 I finished that yesterday. This is another one that I'm finishing. (laughs) Holy shit. I was like, man, how short are these shows like, now? 
Oh, it's eight hours, dude. No, that's what it is. I totally, I haven't really been hip to the bandwagon on on the streaming and you know the binging. But we're, we're, we're getting to the point where the Michael Bay movies are getting so long and the seasons are getting so short that you're not going to be able to distinguish. That's them. what I'm saying. Avatar. Why didn't you just release a Netflix series, man? You're wasting everyone's time by making them go to four oh, hours God. in the fucking theater, dude. Release an eight part epic, you know? <laughs> Good call. <laughs> that I can smoke, take a shit in between yeah. episodes. When I fall asleep, Netflix will know and stop. Yes, away. exactly, dude. Work with us here a little bit. Uh, and so she's cr- crushing through the shows, and I'm like, you better slow down. You know there's a writer strike on. It didn't even phase <laughs> her. She didn't care. Doesn't even know what that means. Well, she's not even watching American shows on Netflix. She's streaming stuff with the overdubbing, and they're from like New Zealand. It's the best and, like, shit yeah, out there, dude. dude. That is literally South the Africa, best shit out there. You know the Brazilian shows, Korean. Like, there's. I don't, they're, they're they're making the entire movie on a thousand U.S. dollars, that's the, and not, it is. Dude, killing our billion dollar movies and there's no woke it's no woke programming man she doesn't even realize it like i talk about the woke programming going out there and it doesn't even she has no idea what i'm talking about because she's watching south korean dramas on netflix dude and they don't mess with that shit (laughs) it's awesome it's bad when it's easier to tell who's a man and a woman in the korean series (laughs) because we all know mike when it comes to the uh, Korean K-pop boys. Whatever happened to those guys? Oh, K-9? Pop-9? What were they? Well, they, got, they got too old. Yeah, you're right. They're no longer p- uh, pre-pubescent, so uh, nobody wants uh, anything to do with them. Once you start getting the belly and the facial stubs, you know, the, the stubble that you can't get rid of. That's right. Just talk to Tony Fat One out there. He's, uh, <laughs> he's been struggling ever since he hit his 20s. <laughs> like, you're... you're f- Tony Fatone, and you allow yourself to become the fat one? Like, the fat you're, one. you're the fat one in the group. It you was will, destiny. Why did you? <laughs> you must have known. Either you played into it, or uh, you're right. That's just the universe uh, giving you your name. I guess that's what I, it I think is. you get to that point where he's like hitting rock bottom. He's like, fine. You guys want the fat one? I'm going to give you the fat one. And just start stuffing his face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would have made for a great movie. Uh, once again, we're three for three on uh, outdoing the writer strike here. We don't need them to come back. <laughs> Six minutes in, we've already. Oh, came dude, up I had a, a yeah. I wanted movies. to ask you about that. Like, so uh, Bill Maher is he just unable to be funny without writers? No, no, or... no, no. It's a he can't cross the yeah, line like, it... and write material. Right. Okay. So it's co- contractual. I think it's more to... He has to shut down show. Well, I don't know. He could be part of the writer's union. He's probably a writer himself on on some level there, so he's probably striking as well. Uh, Yeah, okay, so you think he's just like in... What do you call it? You know when it comes to the union... supporting them. When the union declares strike and you're part of the union, you got to go on strike. I'm a scab. You're a scab. Okay, nice. So I'm glad we got that out there immediately. So (laughs) what I think... I don't think... These writers realize that they have produced crap content for the last 10 years. Like, nothing has been good out of Hollywood. Strike on, my friends. And don't ever come back, actually. I think we should just replace them all with scab writers. Maybe people with some new, creative, interesting ideas where you don't have to check off boxes. Like, I think this is, a again, 
it's revealing itself to be nobody wants your bullshit material anymore. I uh, saw Ant-Man and the Wasp in the Quantumania universe uh, movie. Oh my god, I just watched that yesterday, Mike, dude. I got five minutes into it and I turned it off. I, I had to. I decided I had to give it another go can on I, another can day. Can I tell you what bothered me the most about that? Please, I, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. <laughs> dude. I don't even know where to begin. Dude, the kid, you know what, I stopped, I turned it off because all of a sudden Ant-Man's there and his daughter's there and he gets her out of jail and then all of a sudden, well, she's cracked the code on some quantum universal thing that uh, she used grandpa's uh, old codes and, you know, she's a kid, so she, and she's a chick, so, you know, she's smarter than everybody in this room. And, like, I just, right then and there, I'm like, nope. I, I know exactly where you're going. She's going to probably save the day with some genius idea in the end. Like, you turned it off there? Yeah. Dude, you missed, the, you missed the greatest part. They go down to the quantum realm, and you know what it is down there? <laughs> That's the fucking, it's the fucking bar lounge in Star Wars. Yes, it's, it's the literally just the bar. And, know. You know who shows up on a spaceship? It's fucking Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And first of all, the, what killed me is like they... You went down to the quantum... Okay, so you're trying to tell me, like, you're in a universe that is ex- so small exists within our universe. That's Essentially right. in between us. In between the spaces of emptiness between us, The right? space between. Can we get some Dave Matthews in here? All right. Please. Which which I totally... I will buy that. It's, it's an acceptable... All right. Okay. But, you, but the problem is, if I shrink down on... If I shrink down here to the quantum... Like, Right in front of me. If I shrink down to the quantum, to this this universe below our universe, right? That's right. And then you just take one step to the right <laughs> and shrink down to the quantum universe over there, one foot over. Like, we are now going to be on, on complete opposite sides of the universe we are now existing in, right? That's great. But these calling. people shrink down on total opposite sides of the room. They're shrinking down, and they just happen to be. Right where uh, she was the last time. She's actually not too far from her buddy's house. Who's going to help him with the spaceship. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I forgot to fucking unplug the goddamn phone. Oh, of course. You you can't go fucking five seconds of this goddamn house without somebody calling. You live in an 80-year-old woman's house who is (sighs) on the phone more than anybody I've ever known in my entire life. She has to have multiple lines to accommodate the multiple people from around the country calling. And look, this is a lady who is an international woman. She grew up in Italy and Calabria, then lived for a stint in Argentina. <laughs> it's, it's never anybody from around the country. Chicago. It's our uncle, her 60-year-old son, who never cut the umbilical cord. <laughs> yes, and he calls three times a day. At least. He's literally calling her because he's taking a lunch break. Well, he's got to discuss his morning bowel movement and then uh, <laughs> go on to describe breakfast, his coffee, the conversation he had with the guy at the tunnel. Uh, well, the that's hobo. what it is. He's going to ask her how breakfast was. <laughs> All right, really? Give me a rundown. How did it smell first? Nice. How did the eggs turn out? Oh. You break the yolk or you cut your... Okay. Oh, I feel like I'm there. All right. <laughs> So they go down to this quantum universe in Ant-Man. I get it. You're you're right on the money, but let's skip the logistical, uh, you know, snafu here. I'm just like one foot over in our realm, and then you shrink down to the... That's across the universe. (laughs) That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Uh, I I dig it. Uh, It sounded (sighs) stupid to begin with, but I was willing to jump in, but... 
I realize within seconds of this movie why I've been immediately turned off from everything in this MCU, uh, the Marvel Universe. Everything in the last, uh, since the Endgame that they did, uh, all these new characters, they're either children, chicks, lesbians, or some combination of those three, and they're all smarter, stronger, faster, better, in all ways than all the main characters that saved the universe. Well, that makes sense, though, because it's Disney. <laughs> I, I couldn't get past it. I, for me, that's just... That yeah, makes sense. Wait, that part wasn't hard to tw- get over. 15-year-old chick I didn't really get why that chick, nah. cut, why that chick to get the, the short haircut, though. I didn't like that. That was the most disturbing thing in the movie. Yeah, well, everybody's a lesbian. I just described it to you. The, Disney yeah. ruined the MCU, and I, I was five seconds into Ant-Man. I'm like, nah, I just can't do this. I don't know why. It... it the kid being s- smarter than the the than the adults has been a theme now for everything, and the problem with our society right now is the fucking retard kid retard kids out there think they're smarter than the adults. Well, because yeah, dude, the, yeah, oh, there's a lot wrong. I'm telling you, this is a central theme in our society currently, where young people are explaining reality to to the millennials, to the adults, to the boomers. <sighs> There's a lot of things wrong. We were just having this discussion uh, earlier about this family party where these like guys aren't coming because the the four year old doesn't want to go because he doesn't like being around he doesn't like being around strangers or meeting strangers. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I was like I was like I turned to dead. I was like, I, I never I, I don't remember a single time in my childhood where I got to dictate where the family went. Exactly. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> No, and, and it sounds to me like if anybody in the world, this kid more than anybody, needs to be needs to be forced into these situations to meet people. Otherwise, in ten years, he's going to be prescribed anti-anxiety medicine. <laughs> you know. Now, I did not watch the Ant Man. I turned it off. And I'm going to ask you this: Was one of the story arcs for the young character? Did she learn her lesson and learn to listen to her elders and take their advice? Didn't finish it. Oh, there you go. See, that's the problem. Unwatchable. Well, it's two and a half hours long, first of all. And when I was that, uh, here's the here's the. The thing. minute Bill Murray came out of a spaceship, <laughs> and you got these, I'm like, is this Star Wars? You guys literally just made Star Wars. I know, dude. I what the know. fuck? Is, what, what is going on here? You went down to the quantum realm, and there's just another. It's just a bar. There's just a Frank. There's just a bar with slightly <laughs> different physics. Slightly different physics. Still the same gravity and everything that you know. But we have these like amoeba things. <laughs> you got these weird alien-like creatures. There's probably a band playing music. I can only imagine. Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about here? Like, what is going on? There's no creativity. Look, I've been on board with this, I believe, over the last two to three years. This was before the writer's strike. Well, no, here's what I think. I think they're letting the writer's strike indefinitely because they've had chat GPT writing scripts for the last three to five years. (laughs) Look at the crap that has been coming out, man. There's no way humans are writing this nonsense. (laughs) They're literally just a mixed mixed Avengers and... uh... Star Wars. Like, think about how easy it would be to have AI do it, right? You put a slight plot synopsis, and then you check the boxes, right? Like lesbian, black lady, uh, gay dude, uh, white guy gets destroyed by black guy, right? You like click all these boxes, and then you just run it through the system, and you get Ant-Man. Well, if Ant-Man 4 is Paul Rudd taking his black tranny daughter, 
into some volcano <laughs> to throw a ring into the into the lava. Yeah. Now I'm definitely on to you. To beat Sauron in the intergalactic, <laughs> far, far away galaxy. <laughs> now, now I'm on to you. You're just combining storylines. And then it, there's a plot twist where Ant-Man is actually Darth Vader, and then young Ant-Girl <laughs> chops off his hand, or vice versa. No! <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, they literally reused the same costumes from Star Wars. <laughs> Ant-Man. In that bar scene. It was the same I fucking, it was father. literally the same scene in Star Wars. <laughs> you can only get away with it nowadays because a lot of people, like the younger people, haven't seen the original Star Wars. But it was <laughs> no, literally it the original Star Wars. I was waiting for Jabba the Hutt. No, these aren't Ewoks, they're G-Walks. See? That's totally, <laughs> different, totally different character, man. Well, they would be Q-Walks because they're in the quantum <laughs> Yeah. The quantum Ewoks. Q-walks, yeah. The, the Q-walks, man. Come on. The quantum walks. Whatever that means. They're, they're smaller. <laughs> you had to shrink down to this world to exist in this world that's pretty similar to yours. <laughs> it was so stupid. Bill Murray. I mean, uh. Yeah, Bill Murray and then, is... and, then, and then the evilest guy in the whole universe, multiverse, is Jamar Majors. Jamar <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the dude? I'll accept that. I like that only because he beats women and he's going to jail for it. So uh, he deserves whatever name you give him. And what was his name? I I, can't, I don't know. It's something majors. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. He's a brilliant <laughs> genius, Mike. Every they tried to rise the brilliant genius of the movie. <laughs> that was terrible acting, dude. Bill Murray was better than you. Well, Bill Murray's Bill Murray. He literally just shows up and is Bill Murray, and that's all you need from the guy. And to be fair, I'll give I'll give it to them. That is the most. If you are going to go down to something like a quantum level and you can run into anybody in the universe, it's probably going to be Bill Murray. Yeah, at a bar also. <laughs> Famously, <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray, yeah, he just shows up at bars and like pours people drinks. So Take I... it back. That's the most believable thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamar Majors. I don't know. <laughs> Jamar. I like, just, I'm a big fan of Jamar just... Majors. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it a Jamal? Is it Jamal? You'd be Jamar? surprised. It's actually just Jonathan. Believe it or not. <laughs> Oh, it is Jonathan. <laughs> oh, that's racist. That's racist. You're I just from, need to edit that. You're from Chicago. all of those Jamars. Yeah, <laughs> bleep the Jamars. <laughs> then it's going to come out sounding like something worse. <laughs> Especially with that hard R at the end, man. <laughs> make, sure, make sure you bleep that R. Might be the most racist thing I ever said on the podcast. It's not is... really racist because you come from Chicago, where they're arresting dudes named Phil Stavius. You know, so like we. Oh, that was in Georgia. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the problem: we cover these stories where it's like Blanco Ford and Phil Stavius Johnson. Like, you know, of course you know, we had assumed it to be Jamar over Jonathan. You know, it's just a natural assumption. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> speaking of going woke uh, and losing your way and maybe even losing some dough, uh, everybody has to pay the piper, uh, you know, in the end. And uh, we're bringing it back, folks. Go on out and get your Yeezys.
Adidas executives now deciding what to do with more than a billion dollars worth of Yeezy sneakers. Adidas canceled its partnership with Kanye West after he made anti-Semitic comments. The company now says it will sell those shoes starting later this month. The proceeds will go to various groups, including the Anti-Defamation League and a foundation set up by the family of George Floyd. Oh, they're donating oh. it to George Floyd, of course. Mike, they're selling the Yeezys. You can go buy a Yeezy now. Good. Well, just the last billion or so. How funny is it that they got all this Yeezy and they're like, Shit, we got to make some money. <laughs> Let's go make well, some money. Well, they're giving the proceeds away, Frank. So they're just trying to recover I think the they money. They said a portion. <laughs> I believe they, they claimed a portion of the proceeds. Yeah, yeah to be $4. Yeah, that's right. The, George Floyd's getting nothing. Man, um, I, I love these stories that come back because you give it some time to settle. And then now it comes back and you're like, yeah, Adidas, what a stupid move. Right? You know what I mean? Like, you just dropped him like that? Like, it was nothing? Like, oh my god, you're gonna prove a point? And sh you're gonna shelve the shoes or smelt them along with uh, Sean Penn's Oscar in the name of justice? You know, like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. No, you're gonna, you're gonna wait till the dust settles. You're gonna wait till everybody forgot about the story, which is, in our culture, two days. And now you're gonna fucking resell your Yeezys. Everybody knew you were gonna sell these things. They got yeah. They're probably gonna sign another contract with him. <laughs> yeah, dude. You have to. You have to, right? Well, what happened to all the um, the anti, the rising anti-Semitism that was plaguing our country went out the door as fast as the Asian hate crimes. You know the problem was they saw how many Jews were on Epstein's list. <laughs> What's Noam Chomsky got you know, caught like? Ey. <laughs> Epstein, isn't it in the name? I mean, Epstein's list, the second worst list Jews want to be on. You know? <laughs> oh, we might have to bleep this whole show. It's just gonna be one bleep, straight through, folks. <laughs> in the future, when they talk about that list of Jews, it's gonna be a little different. <laughs> I can't believe Noam Chomsky was there, dude. Multiple times, he actually... Not only there, like, he funneled money through Epstein. Well, uh, the story is, if nobody is familiar, Noam Chomsky um, met many times with Epstein, according to the story from him, from his perspective, he met with Epstein to get financial advice. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the excuse. And, and because... It was Epstein was a known financial advisor, you know. That's what to he was be known fair, for. He just went there for the advice. If he got a blowjob or two, that was just a <laughs> bonus. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. So, also with this Epstein thing, uh, I was discussing with Emma earlier today how uh, there's a lot of distraction in the air. A lot of bullshit going on around us. And it seems to kind of, uh, you know, for a while there, I was like, man, are they trying to distract from the Biden stuff? But even the Biden stuff seems like bullshit on some level. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, uh, it's look at this yeah. shiny object over here. Don't pay attention to what's happening in the shadows over there. Uh, I asked The Durham her, investigation. Yeah, that just seems like a lot of smoke uh, to kind of... Uh, 
blanket our skies and make us depressed like the chemtrails that Jerry Polis is spraying here in Colorado. <laughs> uh, so I, I found out, and I don't think a lot of people are talking about it, uh, the Deutsche Bank is paying out the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. Say what? Tonight, a massive settlement. A major bank accused of bankrolling, convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, now compensating his victims. Deutsche Bank has agreed to pay $75 million to settle claims brought by an Epstein survivor accusing the bank of knowingly facilitating a sex trafficking operation. Wait, so you guys are admitting then? If you're settling... <laughs> no, Frank, we're not admitting nothing. We're just... <clears throat> If you're paying, if you're settling, <laughs> that means you admit it. You did some yeah, wrong. It, innocent people aren't paying $75 million. Oh, this is crazy stuff, man. This is so. No, what's, dude, what's crazy, if you're paying out $75 million, how much did you make off of that? I know. I that's love. what I'm saying. Like, you're willing to give one of the victims. And now that this has been, now that this has, you know, broken the seal, if you will, the precedent is set. All the other victims are now going to be able to come forward and, and sue through these means. And they are basically saying, look, did we run a sex trafficking ring out of Epstein's Island? Yes. Here's your money. <laughs> Thanks for playing the game. Luckily, we made more. Than <laughs> yeah, dude. Million is going to cost us. Well, Mike, you know what's invaluable is all that evidence Oof. that compromises all those world leaders. You have an infinite fund of money coming from these people that you have now uh, good call. set up for life. All right, so uh, oh, dude, good call. Island, twenty million. Couple teenage prostitutes, a few hundred thousand dollars. Pictures of world leaders fucking underage prostitutes? Priceless. Yeah! <laughs> Make Visa everywhere you want to be. <laughs> I think that was American Express. Oh, that's right. American Express. They got no limit, you know? We got no limit. Hey, be all that you can oh, be. You can be. <laughs> they brought that bag, man. Did you hear it? Yes, that's why I brought it up two months ago on the show, dude. They were talking <laughs> yeah, about usually it, Usually it takes forever, dude, but it's, <laughs> I heard it on the radio the other yes, day. Yes, no, I'm telling you. They, there was a whole article I read on how they're like, we're bringing back the jingle. That's why I was so stoked about it. I was like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to see the commercials, man. Yes. <sighs> the only problem is now the commercial is he starts off as a sh soldier and then turns into a drag queen. That's right. Be, be yeah. he and he's stripping and pole dancing in front of five <laughs> ten-year-old kids you know be all you That's can be they, little kids whatever sex that is <laughs> oh yeah the slogan now is you can be whatever you want to be right ah good call yeah uh, some anywhere in the middle so yeah uh epstein island uh, uh through this Deutsche Bank, they are now paying out seventy-five million per survivor who got raped on this island and without saying the words out loud, they're saying, Yep, this was going on. <laughs> In order <laughs> yeah, to turn profits, it. enabling Epstein's abuse for years. And this is a watershed moment. Sigrid McCauley represents the survivor going only as Jane Doe in court papers to protect her identity. These financial institutions who hold those purse strings um, being held to account for their involvement. I would say there's more to come uh, with respect to the Epstein saga. The settlement terms are still confidential, and Deutsche Bank has not publicly admitted any wrongdoing. It would not comment, but said the bank has made considerable progress in remedying a number of past issues. It previously. Wait, wait, are you saying there's other cases that we didn't like? Didn't come to Frank, public we light. We remedied it. 
<laughs> we remedied it. We remedied Dude, it. how many people did they quietly pay off for this shit? There's, there must be an astronomical <laughs> list of victims that they just uh, paid off. If you're asking, did they remedy it? The answer is yes. By yeah. remedy, I can only assume the word remedy means NDA. You sign right here. Here's your fucking fifty million. <laughs> shut up and never say a word. To be fair to them, it was in the agreement. The NDA doesn't take effect until you cash the check. Interesting. <laughs> That's right. Interesting note. For anybody out there who's asking themselves, you know, how do these grand conspiracies work? Like this, man. It's people with just endless pocketbooks where they could pay off victims. There's no yeah. price too high to pay these people off. And it's not just the money. It's the threats to family members and people who are close to you. This goes on in real life, man. You know, here's your money. And if you squeal, we're going to kill you and everyone in your bloodline. But that is the problem with all these people having too much money. They, they could just pay you off. Because what's $75 million to these people? Nothing. nothing. But no. to you and me, it's life-changing. Like, That's right, man. You know? You know what else? I'm going to take that and shut my mouth. Well, and also what's life-changing is being ferried away on a private jet to an island where you're tortured and raped by elites in the society. <laughs> like, that's life-changing, man. How much torture are we talking about? Because I'd go through <laughs> it for the 75 mil. I am... fuck Bill. I fuck Bill for seventy five mil. Yeah, but for every bill, you got to do ten Henry Kissingers. You know, Ooh, the... <laughs> and Noam Chomsky. That's a tough Noam one. Chomsky. That's a tough, tough one to swallow. If you know what I mean. Oh, Whoa. yeah, you got to spit that out for sure. And also, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about the poor girl had to who had to get it on with that re. Uh, not retard. Uh, the the handicapped <laughs> fella, the genius. What was that guy's name? Stephen Hawking. The retard. The guy who solved the universe. <laughs> yeah, uh, know, that, Stephen Hawking. That astrophysicist. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who calculated black holes. What's that retard's name? Uh... <laughs> 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 I feel bad for that chick. They <laughs> faced a one hundred and fifty million dollar fine by state regulators for failing to monitor its dealings with Epstein. The former hedge fund manager was found dead in a Manhattan prison back in 2019, weeks after being charged with abusing dozens of underage girls. Okay, who've come that's forth. the understatement of the century right there. Yeah, man. He was found dead. After two prison guards who really were for full time prison guards. And that's a great catch, my man. <laughs> Found dead. She refrained from using the word uh, Suicide. suicided. He was suicided. He was uh, suicided. As in the Clintons have suicided another one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to tell their stories. I think everybody mm -hmm. who knows something should say something. Help us yeah. put the pieces of our lives back together because we're missing so much of it. Even years after his death, the fallout over Wall Street's relationship with the disgraced financier continues as J.P. Morgan Chase is now fighting similar claims of turning a blind eye to his conduct. CEO Jamie Dimon is set to be deposed next month. The bank has denied any liability. Laura Jarrett, NBC News, New York. Wow. Yeah, yeah, man. That is some freaky deaky crazy shit. They are openly admitting, yes, Epstein's whole situation completely legit. It was going on, and now we have to pay out the victims. And we're not going to publicly ever admit, yes, this was happening. We were running a sex trafficking ring through this island, and everybody who flew on the Lolita Express was involved. Uh, we're just going to pay off the victims and never really admit it. What's really scary, though, is when you take a step back, 
okay, uh, the child sex thing is terrible, but it's more than that. It's everybody that's coming out of this. Now you're telling me J.P. Morgan was was funding this island. Now is that a coincidence that they also then were allowed to become the like the largest bank the world's ever seen? Exactly. Like now they just bought that First Republic Bank. That's right. You man. know what I mean? It's yes. like all this, all this. Not only were they funding this island, but then everything just kind of started to turn into their favor during this that period. The pieces so just, are falling into place. It's all the puzzle makes sense now. Everything seems to be yeah. connected in this weird, sick, twisted ring. And I know we joke about it, but then you even look at like the celebrities. Yes. We joke about it all the time, but like John Stewart falls off, Stephen Colbert ends up on primetime. He ends up, it turns out he was at Epstein Island. Look at Jimmy Kimmel versus Adam Jimmy Carolla. Kimmel. Same thing. And it could be, okay, you weren't there fucking kids who were just there rubbing elbows with the right people. That's uh, right. Maybe. Man. Maybe. We, we can, <clears throat> we're afforded the benefit, I guess, of the doubt, but look, it seems to be everybody that went to Epstein Island wasn't rubbing elbows, they were getting rubbed off, and it was by underage <laughs> kids. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. All right, and it seems like if you went to if Epstein Island, to get... elbows you mean underage tits? We were rubbing <laughs> elbows instead of rubbing elbows, and maybe the rubbing elbows. Why you're getting rubbed off is part of the deal, but you're the people who go to that island or who did. Uh, they are the ones who were able to rise in fame and celebrity and the political ladders, and those are all the and ones. The, at the and top. the businesses that supported it took exactly. off exactly. And it seems like so, the people who said no thanks, well, they're the Adam Carollas of the world touring the country playing to half-empty clubs. Yeah. And I love Adam Carolla. It's one of the funniest shows I've ever oh, been the to. Best. He's, he's a genius. But the guy clearly didn't agree to go along with his pal Jimmy Kimmel and uh, rub elbows, as we like to say, with all the folk down at uh, Epstein Island. Uh, this is a tragic story. It's pretty unreal that... I, I got to say, 10 years ago, I was on Reddit uh, checking out, you know, oh, my God, the conspiracy threads about, have you heard about this Epstein guy in the island? And, like, I believed it then. And then f <clears throat> for a decade to go by and for this guy to be suicided in his cell, and then now <laughs> they're paying out $75 million to victims, by, and they're essentially saying, yes, this was happening. This man was running this. And probably we not We funded him. it. We funded it. Yeah, the biggest, the largest banks in the world were behind funding this island. The, the most powerful politicians in the, over the last 50 years went to this island, and the most famous celebrities in the world over the last 30 years have been to this island. Folks, wake up. It's a big club, and none of us are in it, man. Man, how great were those parties, though? I bet you. That's all awesome. I think about. Like, uh, it's just a shame I was never invited. We started the podcast oh, too late. Man. That's the problem, honestly. That's the, yeah. <laughs> you could have been chilling in the pool with Wesley Snipes. Look, uh, it's not hard to get invited to these things. Uh, they always want more people in the club. You could easily, I'm sure, being you know, join any secret society. You could uh, probably at some point get invited to uh, the Bohemian Gardens and do their, you know, Satan worshiping around the Moloch statue that they have. Uh, they want more people. They want more <clears throat> souls in this demonic club, man. It's satanic shit, dude. You know that's what it is, man. Come on. It, look, here's my, well, here's my thing. If every conspiracy theory over the last decade has come true, and Epstein Island is so true that we're now dishing out 75 mil per victim, all right, uh, that means then 
adrenochrome is true. The child sacrificing is true. <laughs> uh, moon landing being fake is true. <laughs> and above all else, folks, flat moon theory totally proven true. true. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. We're my flat moon theorists out there. You know it's real. Nine <laughs> eleven was the FBI. <laughs> oh, you know, but like uh, Oklahoma City, that was our government. Nine eleven, gotta be our government. COVID, pretty obviously, that was our government. Where they're now exposing the biochemical labs that we had set up in Ukraine. Like, I mean, we're fucking nefarious characters all around the globe, dude. And it seems like there's this elite society, and they have all the power and all the money. And it hey. doesn't ever matter. Speaking of Tony Baloney Fauci, I'm going to have to call myself right on this one. I'm I told you they were going to let him disappear into obscurity. Good call, my man. This guy, they never brought up the Twitter files on him. They never released anything on this guy. He had some of those emails that were hacked, and that was it. They will not release anything on this guy. Comes down to money, man, and he's the highest paid bureaucrat in Washington. You think he's going to go down for anything? Which means you're the top guy. I don't care what anybody says. The way, like, the hierarchy works in a capitalist society. The guy who makes the most money is the one who's in charge. Wields the most power, absolutely, man. For sure. Good call. Yeah, and you know what? I was wrong, Uh, regretfully so. I had wished, prayed, hoped that... When the dust settled from the COVID lockdowns, that everybody would have an awakening and see that these bureaucrats, the highest paid ones, were telling us to double mask and then laughing about it amongst themselves behind the (laughs) curtains. Uh, But instead, people refuse to accept that information. Just like you could talk about chemtrails and give them an article or a Good Morning America video clip of them literally spraying it and they'll just not believe it. They're bragging about it. It's insane that no matter the information you present to some people, they will just never accept it. And you were right and I was wrong when it comes to Tony Fauci. That man will always be a hero to a majority majority of the population. And that is sad. The deception, the... uh, you know, the fact that he manipulated so many uh, through his power and money and corruption, man, um, it's a shame only a small percentage of us truly see through that. Yeah. And that may be the it, case. Because it leaves us susceptible to the next Tony Fauci. That's what concerns yeah. me. And there will be another yeah. Tony Fauci. Or if I'm right about adrenochrome being true, Tony Fauci will appear 10 years from now, 30 years younger. And it's going to just rule over us. <laughs> and you know what gets me about COVID? Is... You know what they say? Only the good die young. <laughs> I'm going to live forever, Frank. Forever. We're always going to live as a society in denial of what happened. I, I'm pretty certain people don't even admit that they were lockdowns anymore. Uh, we're beyond the point of you know people not admitting... What is it that they weren't forcing vaccines on anyone? Uh, we're just going to continue further down that rabbit hole of denial that anything wrong occurred, even to the even to the point of just crunching some numbers on COVID. Welcome back, Data Download Time. Earlier this month, the national emergency that yeah. surrounded the COVID nineteen pandemic was officially declared over. So we want to take a look at just how much Cha-cha. this three-year pandemic. He's got to have that music, man. Oh yeah, he's coming at you, <laughs> hot. 
Hot to trap, baby. Oh, we got that music. Even your fucking, even your name is douchey, dude. And yeah. boring. Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> country as a whole, and let's start with the greatest. I'd change it to Todding him real quick. Oh <laughs> How about toddler? Oh no, wait. That's a that's a bad one. <laughs> Chuck Toddler here. <laughs> He could go with Chucky, but that's also not very uh, appealing. Chucky Todd. Chucky Todd. Charlie Todd. Chucky Cheese. Oh, Charles yeah. Todd. Is that his real name? Charles Todd. This is his real name. Yeah, Charles Todd. That's a bad name. What were his parents thinking? <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible. Well, Todd in general is kind of a bad. Todd's not a a great last name. I mean, I would if I had the short last name, I'd go with the long first name, like Washington Todd. Hmm. Abraham Todd. I'm just going with founding have, fathers at this point. I see where you're going with it. Cleve- John Adams Todd. Cleveland Todd. <laughs> I think what you would need is two short names, first and middle, and then go by all three. Oh, John you know? Mark Todd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you like uh, Jean Pierre Thomas. Ha ha, wee wee. Jean Karim Pierre. Ha ha, wee wee. I don't know. Todd's a hard one to work with. I think I nailed it with John Mark Todd. <laughs> John Mark Todd, that works. J- Jonathan Bartholomew Todd, like two yeah, really yeah. long names. So I like, yeah, I love the long first name with the short last name. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, Jonathan Bartholomew Todd. That's a good one, Mike. You nailed that. Yeah. All right, Todd, hit us up. Welcome to Meet the Press with Jonathan Bartholomew Chuck Todd. Like you throw the Chuck in the end there. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Bartholomew Todd the third. He needs like a third in there, you know. That's what uh, you could really, you know, add add some umph to it. Jonathan Bartholomew Chuck Todd the third. Chuck Todd. I don't Chuck Todd. It sounds like you're trying way too hard to be like the average guy. Yeah, his you know? his parents missed the boat. There's a very popular name out there. I I can't believe they didn't pick it. Phil Stavius Todd would have been fantastic. <laughs> Phil Stavius Todd. If you don't like Phil Stavius, you can go with Felonius. Felonius, yeah, that's right. Was it Phil Stavius or Felonius? Call back. I can't remember which one it was. Frank, you're such a racist. I Phil know. Stavius is the one that was killed, I think, in Georgia. <laughs> Felonius right. was George Floyd's brother. <laughs> Felonius Monk. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was spelled with a P-H. It looked like Philonese. Oh, that's what it was. Philonese? I don't remember. That's why I go by Frank with a P-H. Everybody loves it. It's, uh... <laughs> Yeah. They always ask what Frank is short for. I say, well, it's Frank with PH and it's short for Franktavius. I don't know if you guys know about this. It's an old Latin Italian name. Franktavius. <laughs> How do I spell it? Well, it depends if I'm being Frank or not. <laughs> oh! Yeah! <laughs> All right, let's get back to Frank Tavius Todd over here. He's going to tell us the lowdown on the cost of the cost of COVID. The loss of life overall. More than a million Americans died of COVID-19 since it first appeared here in early 2020. Do we need the spunky music, really? I mean, I kind of like it, but all right. That is more million people. people? That seems a little heavy. All right. Yeah, well, there's a lot of evidence coming out now that most 
if not all the people who went to the hospital, they just died un- unnecessarily. There's a lot of oh, lawsuits. Anybody they hooked up to there. a ventilator died for no reason. For no reason. So let's keep in mind that these numbers were boosted, boost not only by <laughs> them ventilating everyone, but did we all forget uh, Cuomo just sentenced like 10,000 old people to death? Uh, in the old old folks' homes. Does everybody remember that? He's like... But Frank, he did such a good job with his brother on the news. It was great. Remember the big Q-tip? Remember the Q-tip? It was so funny. All I think about is the big Q-tip. It was so funny. I have two images of COVID lockdowns. It's the Cuomo bros and the big Q-tip and then the nurses doing the TikTok dances. That's all I remember. (laughs) That's it. That rest is a blur for me. (laughs) The best was like after a year in when they did the, uh, you know, like the uh, on the wings of an angel song or whatever. (laughs) You know, they usually do it for the sad dogs that need rescue. They did it for the fucking nurses. That's right. They were, like, pulling down their mask to show the line of the mask. Yes. It's like, bitch, you did this before COVID. Like, what do you... Isn't that your job? Like, being a nurse? Like, don't you wear masks (laughs) and gloves? Like, I thought that's what you guys do for a living. You didn't didn't expect to do that when you were in, I don't know, nursing school? (laughs) (laughs) Getting ready for that. Let me tell you, I went to engineering school, and I realized I didn't like engineering, so I got out. I didn't fucking go into it and then five years later make a fucking cry for me video. <laughs> oh, man. Something psychotic went on during COVID. and it, The heroes. The heroes, man. They, they got on that high horse and just never wanted to get back down, my man. Uh, there, there's a famous image. It floats all the time nationally when they discuss the COVID lockdowns and the bravery of the first responders and all that. And uh, it was it's the picture of... Compliments of Denver, downtown Denver, where the nurses triumphantly blocked the intersection from the people trying to protest the lockdowns, you know? And it was like this image of the the nurses standing in their scrubs in the street, blocking the the MAGA supporters with the American flags hanging out their trucks. And it's supposed to be this iconic image of the lockdowns and COVID. And it is iconic. It truly is. It reminds me all the time of how stupid that experience was and how enraging it made me feel that we were just succumbing to just this idiocracy. And 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 you healthcare professionals were the ones who were wrong about the healthcare. Well, here's the thing. Nurses standing in the street, blocking people, protesting the lockdowns. If this was a fucking pandemic, why aren't you in the hospital helping the people dying of this pandemic? (laughs) You don't seem to be very busy. You have plenty Uh, of time to make your fucking TikTok TikTok dances and, and and protest in the streets or stop the protest in the streets. It was fucking ridiculous, man. COVID kept, I, still fires me saying, up, man. man. Like Nona would come up to me the like the first year. It was like every other week she'd be like, "The hospitals in Louisiana are, are full. People aren't being allowed to go. They're not being allowed in. <laughs> and, I, and you know they're out of beds. Yeah, man. And I'd be I, and I would have to like literally go like research like hospitals in Louisiana. And then it'd be like, okay, there was one story, it went out, and all the news covered it, but it turned out it was debunked, it was somebody, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man, it was, yeah. There was never once, they could never actually find, like, footage of people lined up in the halls on beds, and, like, I don't know. Look at you where know, the scene from every, like, zombie movie, where, like, the halls are filled with people, and... 
anybody find it funny that we got flooded with imagery and video clips of people dying in the streets of China, and then all of a sudden, three years later, they're like, hey, look at this awesome kick-ass AI technology deep fake stuff we can do. <laughs> no coincidence. It's not like you did. It's not like we showed you mass grave footage and people dying in the streets of China in the hazmat suits to scare the shit out of you over here. There's no oh, way God. we faked that footage or created it with AI technology and deep fake technology. No way. But hey, look, three years later, look what we could do. Remember they did it for 30 seconds? They were showing, yes. like, they showing that clip of the mass grave in New York. Yes, man. There were mass Where are the mass graves now in Iran? No one wants to talk about the footage, the aerial footage of the mass graves in Iran. I distinctly remember these. The the it was all over CNN. The aerial footage. Oh my God! It's everywhere. Uh, you know the one place that COVID didn't affect Africa. Yeah, that was the that's the funniest statistic ever. No, COVID did not happen in Africa. Do you know where every disease happens? Africa. Yeah, they still fight the plague. <laughs> if the fucking plague, they have they AIDS still out have of control. Outbreaks of the <laughs> fucking plague. <laughs> like people die three days after drinking bad water in Africa. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> like, are you me? Because some zebra upstream pissed in it. Yes, like. dude. Africa has every disease ever, but COVID didn't affect them. But it's not. All, I know. It's, I don't want to be ignorant. I, we understand it's not all of Africa, but. There's places, and none of those places were hit. same thing with like South America. Yeah, it's just you know, a, there's like wild yes. places. It's same thing in America, dude. We have these very rural places, and none of those people, none of those communities were hit. No, man. The only places that got affected by COVID were Democrat places. <laughs> yeah, it was literally only... a political virus. It was the a most political... political virus. Out yes, there. it was the smartest. Most political, sa- politically savvy virus I've ever heard of in my entire life. <laughs> like, this thing only attacked the... Ma- uh, remember uh, the people in the Ozarks having that rager in the video footage? E- this was uh, Jimmy Kimmel went on TV, and he basically essentially wished all those people to die of COVID. He said that hospitals shouldn't allow them in when they start dying and, and are sick of yeah, COVID. I remember, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel said some foul, disgusting things on his show to national audiences during the lockdowns about people who were against the lockdowns. And what's just amazing about COVID, the lockdowns, the the hospital numbers, the death numbers, everything was bullshit. And in the end, COVID only affected Democratic cities. Yeah, so true. It's only people who had a problem with COVID. And Democrats, which is, well, probably because the Democrats are the ones that are fucking fat lazy sitting around waiting for government checks good call man no it's 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 funny just now we have a we have some fantastic hindsight now on the lockdowns and the people who are obsessed with it are the ones who are against everything going on and everybody who's all for it and even the the losers out there who were recording people in my neighborhood walking down the street and posting it on our neighborhood app, the losers out there trying to get businesses shut down for breaking the COVID lockdowns to try and make a buck, uh, you want to forget it. These assholes want to forget what went down during the lockdowns. Well, you know what? We're never going to forget. Of Austin, Texas, yeah. Jacksonville, Florida, and it's more people than live in the entire state of Montana. But the good news is the current death numbers are among the lowest they've ever been. I'm just fascinated where he goes with these numbers because I want to give a little perspective as to 
you know, I think people out there just don't seem to wrap their head around why our economy and the state of this country is where it's at. Look at this, just 281 reported last week nationwide. At its peak, in early January of 2021, nearly 26,000 Americans lost their life in just a week. Just a week. Now, speaking of, that, of those... This is really upbeat music for some kind of depressing numbers, man. Vaccines. Mm. According to the CDC, over 81% of Americans received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. 81% one dose. Do you believe that number? Uh, that seems a little high. I do not believe that number. 81 seems a little high. So he's got this graph up. He's showing the 81, and then he's, listen to what he des like describes here, all right? Because I'm thinking we, got about, we probably got about 80% where I live, and this is a super democratic. I do not think 81%. There's no way. I'm a part of 19% of the population, because that's frightening, if that's true. Maybe. 81% of our population has no gut instinct? Man, yeah. that fr that's frightening, dude. That's frightening. Speaking of, that, of those vaccines, according to the CDC, over 81% of Americans received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. That number dropped off a little bit on second doses, as you can see here, nearly 70%. But well, let me tell you this, uh, the boosters... They're not getting, uh, they're not getting bought, uh, used by many folks very often. Mostly, this is folks over the age of 65. It's an indication of... He passes over the number. You know why? He said the last two, right? Uh, you know how many people got their booster shot? 17%. 17% got the booster, off. man. That's a bit of a drop-off. Drop 81 to 17. 17%, <laughs> dude. Yo, uh, nobody got that booster. Yeah, That's nobody a, wants it. Is one, isn't that like within the margin of error in counting? <laughs> like, <laughs> from like zero to like one percent, I think they, I don't, I don't think anybody got it. I really no. believe they had to toss all those vaccines, man. Just how comfortable we are now living beyond this virus. But of course, the economic uh, impact was huge with this pandemic. You know, we threw over $4 trillion in money from the government to try to offset what was just a huge disruption Four in the American trillion. economy. And Jesus even though we Christ. threw all that money at the economy, it still impacted our overall national economic trends here. $14 trillion in lost economic activity from 2020. $14 But you know what? Let's spend $900 billion on fucking Ukraine right now. Wow, yeah, that's so much money, dude. We lost four trillion dollars. No, did and then you, you lost fourteen. Fourteen trillion dollars in lost economic activity from twenty twenty uh, through the end of last year, according to. For three years, we didn't produce fourteen trillion dollars worth of economic anything. <laughs> and you know what? I could see it on the fucking roads. I could see it in the streets of Denver, man. Everything is fucking falling apart. Nothing's being fixed. There's no economy happening. There's no life. Everything's fucking dead, man. It seems like we're about $14 trillion dead. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's believable. It seems like only certain places in this country are thriving. You know, we lost $14 trillion in revenue wow. over three years. And then in the meantime, we thought, 
you know, let's pay the guy pumping gas 15 bucks an hour. Same thing with the dude bagging groceries. And then also, we're going to raise taxes on the business owners. Are you white? We're going to tax you even more for that black guy over there, okay? And then, uh, oh, you didn't hire any trainees? Well, we're going to shut down your business now. <laughs> what do you think about that? Welcome to Denver, loser. Like, this is literally the fucking planet we've created here. What the fuck is wrong with people? And, and oh, you're in Denver. You jumped all the hurdles. You still managed to open up a profitable business. Guess what? We're going to take a percent of your profit and give it to this guy who failed, but he's black. Yeah, man. Oh, and uh, are you running a restaurant? Well, I hope those are electric stoves in two years. Otherwise, we're going to fine you thousands of yeah. dollars. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, yeah. it's for the planet, man. We're saving it. We're heroes. It's insane. It's insane. The cost of COVID. Morons. Do you people... Did nobody yeah, no, it's realize... It's the cost of stupid COVID policies. It's not the cost of... COVID cost us nothing. It's the cost of your stupid COVID Yes, policy. it was the decisions made by those in power that have cost us. And you know what he didn't talk about in this? He talked about a lot of dollars and a lot of, you know, uh, financial issues that were caused by COVID. What about the lost generation? We destroyed yeah. an entire generation. Yeah, the kids who lost two years of school. They're done for, man. Uh we fucked up an entire generation, if not multiple generations, coming up through the pike here. Uh, and then on top of it, yeah, $14 trillion, man. I feel it. I feel it in my pocketbook. I could see it at the gas pump. I see it every time I go grocery shopping. I knew this was coming. We all did. Who were screaming at the top of our lungs two years ago, stop cutting checks. Stop. Yeah, stop giving out money. And you see Elon Musk, man, he's going fucking, he's letting them have it when it comes to the people who are working from home. I think that has to stop. That absolutely has to end. And I loved how he finally pointed out the truth. Like, dude, you fucking people are getting all this money. What about the guy like me as a plumber? I can't work from home. Right. It's just, you know, you want a job, you want to go do your job. You don't sit at home and fucking, I don't know. No, no, I think the work from home I saw uh, the UK, they're bragging about the effectiveness of the four-day work week. Great. Let's work less days and from home. This is really the right pathway for productivity and increasing revenue and bringing back jobs to America. Like, this is genius. It kills the people, you know, the sandwich guy who makes the, you know. The guy who rolls up on the cart with the hot dogs, he's now not making money during the lunch break. Absolutely, man. There's you, no- need, <laughs> yeah. you need the guy to get his coffee. You need the guy to go get his breakfast. We are planning on checking out a Rockies game. Uh, I've been scoping out tickets. Rockies, one of the worst teams in the MLB. Uh, last time we were down there, man, uh, it was a rough scene. So some iconic bars that lead up to the stadium and around the stadium have periodically over the last year or so shut down. I, I'm talking iconic joints that have been there for decades. And yeah, generations. And you know, uh, I'm interested in, I want to go down and see a game, but what struck me as sad and uh, shocking really was nobody's moving in. So these are just empty places. In prime yeah. locations, in a place that just is, you know, during the season, man, these joints are packed. Like, you have to wait in line to enter, you know, both before and after the game. 
And so for this area, it, you know, to be essentially a ghost town, you know, you know what you get when these places aren't open? The homeless, they camp out on the patios that once, you know, supported liveliness and people hanging out and drinking. It's just homeless hanging out and you get a lot of crime. It feels less safe. Uh, it's sad. And it, <clears throat> that's what I, I, I'm looking forward to go, go and check it out because uh, last time we were there, there was a major bar that it was their last weekend open. And we went uh, and got a drink. And so now we're going to head back and check out a game and scope out the scene with one of the biggest bars down there being totally shut down. And uh, I don't think people realize, like, once that cascades, it does. it's very hard to reverse the pattern. You know? It, well, it happens so slow, too, you don't even realize it until you, like, like you said, then one weekend you decide to go to a game and every place you used to eat, every place you used to go grab a beer, they're all gone. It's gone, like, dude. What, yeah. What the fuck? The other day, I forgot where I was, but I was like, man, I'm going to go eat it. I remember that beef place. Now it's a wing stop. Oh, Jay's you know Beef. Johnny's I mean? Beef. Jay's like, Beef Jay's was beef, one of man. them. And it's like, oh, man, what if I go over here? Now it's a pizza hut. <laughs> That's right, dude. Or a Taco Bell. And it's it's like, what happened to it, you know? This is idiocracy, folks, and eventually everything will be a Fuddruckers, and then 10 years later it'll be a Buttfuckers. That's literally what happens. That's the progression. Yeah. Well, I, I'm starting to argue with people, like, you want you say Chicago pizza better than New York pizza? Uh, dude, all pizza in America now tastes the same. Yes. We've, like, just become, to, they're all Pizza Hut. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> what do you fucking mean? They're clo- you know? <laughs> Dude, I they everything is Pizza Hut at this point. Uh, I everything is hot and ready. Uh, that's the way it is now. It's the way we like it, and it's because Mike, we all need things fast because time moves fast, especially here <laughs> in this universe. It is the fastest hour in the universe here at the Dude Man Podcast. We thank you all for listening. We are at that hour break, believe it or not. Uh, I'm excited. We're winding down the month, Mike. I almost feel like no matter the artist we pick, we could roll a full month, any guy, any group. Oh, I, I, real, I, think it, I think I summed it up to like they have to have three or four good albums. That's, that's gotta, a great call. Because you're picking yeah. like 24 songs. You can't do like Boston. Like they have Boston, Boston, one of the greatest classic rock albums ever, but they take a nosedive on the second one and then there's no other great Boston album. We could do a Boston week. On that album, you know, but we could do Boston, you know, <laughs> yeah. But I don't even care for the city, Boston. You know, I'd rather do Chicago, the band. <laughs> well, there we go. We only do two shows. Yeah. Worse than Boston. I That's saw cool. Chicago and the Doobie Brothers at Red Rocks, and oh, wow. they did a split show. They split the time exactly. Uh, Doobie Brothers brought it, man. Just. Those old guys can kick it. I don't know what kind of cocaine they were doing back in the state. You know, they, they were just rocking out. But the best part about the Doobie Brothers Chicago split show is they come on for the encore and do like three to five songs with everybody. Both it's like Chicago Doobie Brothers mixed. I'm not uh, making this up. There's no exaggeration, folks. Fifteen guitarists on stage. I was gonna say you got like five drummers. Dude, you got you got two drummers, two percussionists, fifteen guitars, including one of those guitars that I counted. It was a keytar. 
Oh, 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 oh,